hello hello beautiful people welcome back to tub in the bedroom yes i'm going to have to just pull the plug we have sad news i won't be back in the tub but in happier news i look hot today so that's nice actually it was purposeful because let's face it i don't i don't wake up to do all of this like i just don't so today we are discussing something that i think is so important in self-care and self-investment but often it is so overlooked and that is sexual self-investment yes sex sex is a part of self-investment sexual energy is so powerful and so strong and it is so important to invest in yourself as a sexual being so let's get into it my first tip is improve that mind body connection connecting the mind and body is so important especially in your sexual experience we spend so much time in our heads always thinking of what's next what we have to do next that we rarely have a chance to be in the present and oftentimes because we have such busy lives and with technology our attention spans are getting shorter and shorter that often carries itself over to the bedroom so since i hope everyone that's watching this has known and loves the big o however an orgasm shouldn't be necessarily the goal of sex but a very happy byproduct of sex in order to remove that goal oriented as we were all taught from young ages and kind of inclined to think when we were being introduced to sex like this is the goal this is what you're trying to get to instead of being able to enjoy the whole experience with someone what you want to do is take it outside the bedroom a great place to start is with eating when you're eating take a moment look at your plate is your plate beautiful or is it ugly like often my plates are does it make you want to taste the food what does your plate look like and while you're gazing at your plate start to pinpoint what feelings emerge within as you're looking at it the next thing is then you are going to take in a big smell of what you're eating does it make your mouth water does it make you yearn to taste it or does it absolutely repulse you and once you do that next you want to taste it but just before you taste it when you put it in your mouth pinpoint things such as how does it feel when you take that bite is the food heavy or dense or is it light and airy is it soft creamy velvety or is it rough with defined edges and then as that's happening take note of the flavor of the food is it light crisp fruity, bitter, sour, salty, sweet? It, does it have that umami flavor? Also take note of how the flavor spreads over your tongue. Is there a point on your tongue? Because as you know, your tongue is set up in quadrants for taste. So is there a point on your tongue that it really, the taste is stronger? Is it spicy? You know, is there a lingering burn after you swallow it? 
take a moment to really take that in doesn't make you want to take another bite that's just one way that you can start to slow things down be more present and really strengthen that mind body connection you can do it with other things like the sheets on your bed how they feel against your skin when you lay in it or a smell you you know that smell you know when someone walks by you and they smell just mm, delicious like they walk by and you're like and you just want to follow them it's oh my gosh i'm thinking of something i see like something in my head but kind of like when those old school cartoons when they would smell food and then the cartoon would like start to float and uh, would start to float and follow the the scent i feel like that kind of happens when someone is wearing just an absolutely delicious cologne or perfume so take some of those ideas and try to connect your mind and body outside of the bedroom before you jump inside the bedroom. Which brings me to my next tip, getting more inside the bedroom, which is finding your own pleasure with yourself or someone else. I think it's pretty hard to find pleasure with someone else if you can't find pleasure with yourself. It is not the sole job of your partner to turn you on and keep you turned on. That is your job. It's your job to know what you want, what you enjoy, and be able to speak up about that. And I do know that some people are in situations where either they can't do that or their partner is not open to that. Of course, my personal opinion would be get the hell out of that situation because to me, sex without connection and communication, which fosters even more connection, is masturbation for one party and the party is not you. I always suggest when I'm talking with friends is to figure out these things on your own because on your own is when you are the most free with yourself. No one is there. I suggest trying to figure out things on your own because that is when you're the most free. You're not thinking about your O face. You're not thinking about the way your body looks. You're not thinking about your partner's pleasure or if they're enjoying yourself, you don't have any post-coital anxiety potentially, you're just totally 100% focused on you and your enjoyment. But if you do have a partner that is open, willing, and communicative, you can also just jump right in with them. That totally depends on you and what you wanna do. Whether you are pleasuring yourself or you're having some fun with a partner, I suggest focusing in on the things that make you react without a filter but that just don't make you react but also make you fall deeper into the moment and into your body so the ambiance the words the sounds the movements the touches what are they invoking while you are in the bedroom what feelings really ignite you being more and more passionate what are the things that make your body move in reaction to what you're doing to yourself or what your partner is doing to you now this doesn't have to be full-on intercourse this can be just foreplay sex doesn't even have to happen even 
in order to practice these things. And it doesn't, it also doesn't even need to be foreplay. It can be on mundane things. Like, or when we took the example with food. Food, as we know, can be a very sexy and sensual thing. If there's a smell that takes you there, use that smell in the bedroom. If there's a particular lighting that you love, then make sure that you have that lighting. Does wearing lingerie under your regular clothes as you go to work and do your daily stuff, excite you? Is there a scent that does it for you? Does a certain type of music allow you to just be completely in the moment and really bring you there and add to that moment? And if you're doing things solo, pull out all the stops. I mean, all of them. The media and society make self-pleasure seem like this, okay, let me roll over and grab my vibrator and just get this done because you know what? I'm all alone and, oh God, I'm alone. That's what the media keeps perpetuating with self-pleasure. But the whole thing is, is self-pleasure is very sexy. Like, why are you not pulling out all the stops for yourself? If you're gonna do that for a partner, which yes, is fun and enjoyable, you should be doing that for yourself. So wear the lingerie for yourself. If you have silk or satin sheets or you like that, put them on your bed. If you want certain lighting or certain music, utilize that. If you want a certain scent, spray your room with that scent. Hell, if you want rose petals on your bed, go buy yourself a bouquet and sprinkle them all over your bed. Do foreplay with yourself and then keep note of the things that you really enjoyed and then extend this to that time when you have a partner. Now there is a show that I recommend and here's, here's the thing. I am not, I'm not a goop fan and I'm not even a huge like Gwyneth Paltrow fan, but surprisingly, surprisingly, the show, I think she did a pretty good job. It is Sex, Love and Goop. It's on Netflix. I actually do recommend that show because it can kind of just help to open your mind a bit if it's not already open and think about things in a different way. I'll actually put some links uh, to one of the tests that one of the experts on the show has people take, which I think is very, very insightful in my personal opinion. So I will put that in the description below. Speaking of an open mind, that brings me to my third tip, which is sexual exploration. To me, sex is an art form that consistently needs to be explored and redefined as we grow and learn more. In other words, try things. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed, like, sex is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be enjoyable. To me, sex doesn't always have to be this, like, super intense, serious thing. It should have laughter and enjoyment and really be a judgment-free place. I mean, you're naked together. I feel like judging people is just not, is not, like, you can't. <laughs> How can, <laughs> like, when you really just sit and think about sex and just like in a hole and what everything that like happens with it, you're just kind of like, how can we sit here and judge people, okay? I don't know. <laughs> Explore the fantasies that you keep in that deep, dark corner of your mind that you are afraid to tell someone about. As long as you are exploring with a consenting adult, 
then go for it. Now, the thing is, if you are partnered and you have a particular kink or something that you would like to explore, it's time to have a discussion. And what you want to do is you want to set the ground rules for the discussion. One, don't do it in the bedroom. I don't think that when you're discussing something that can be so vulnerable at times, and sex is and can be a vulnerable thing, even even when it's just a hookup, like it can be a vulnerable thing. But if you are partnered and you're trying to explore more or you've gotten to a point where you want to explore something, discuss it with your partner. Have a moment where you're, you're sitting on the couch and just open that floor for the discussion and make sure that you make it known that it's a judgment-free and kink-friendly zone that your partner and yourself can say whatever it is that they need to say that they want to explore more of or maybe even do less of. Maybe they don't like it. Maybe they are just doing it to please you. You can each hold space for each other and discuss that freely and openly. The other thing is, is that let's say that you say you do have something that you want to explore. Don't put pressure on your partner to answer whether they would be okay with exploring that with you right away. If your partner's into it, trust me, they're just gonna say, yes, I'm down, I'm into it, let's do this. They might even drag you to do it right then and there. But if they're on the fence about it, one, you don't wanna push and pressure them where they feel like they might need to do this in order to please you or keep you happy. And secondly, you wanna give them a moment. Maybe it's a day, maybe it's a week, whatever, but you wanna give them the time that they need in order to really think about what it is, maybe do their own research or see what it is. So that way, they can, if they do want to say yes, or if they're open to trying it, then they can say yes and make sure that this isn't something that crosses their personal boundaries. That's why communication about sex is so important because you wanna make sure it adheres to both of your boundaries. A thing that I would recommend is maybe bring some things that they can either take and look at on their own or do research with so that way they can see if they feel comfortable but just allow them that time and if they want to do it they will say okay they're open to doing that and if they don't they don't now if they don't want to do something that maybe you really truly want to explore that's a completely different discussion then another discussion has to be had at that point and that will be either if you're okay, depending on the structure of your relationship, if you are in a completely 100% monogamous situation, might be okay with just not exploring that. However, if it is something that you really wanna explore, you might have to explore other relationship structures where maybe they will be okay and supportive of you exploring that with someone else and just that thing. However, that is a bigger discussion and another and all dependent on you and your partner or partners. The most important thing is that you hold space for yourself. And if you're partnered, you hold space for your partner to be an ever flowing and ever growing sexual being. You're not thinking about what your O face looks like, which does anybody actually think about that really in the moment? I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if other people do. But